two, Pete Callender here, News Talk 1110 wbt You can email Pete at the Pete Callender Show. Uh, you can also call in at 704-570-1110, 1-800-WBT-1110. Um, so Democrats picking a fight over Schiff and Swalwell. These two miscreants on the House Intelligence Committee, they are two Democrats from California, and they're just terrible. They're terrible. Terrible people. They're demagogues. They're partisan hacks. They're liars. And uh, in the case of Swalwell, he's compromised because he had a, uh, a, a lengthy, intimate relationship with a Chinese spy. And that makes him compromisable. So, uh, and by the, so McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy, told Democrats, we're not going to put Schiff and Swalwell back onto the House Intelligence Committee. Because the House Intelligence Committee deals with intelligence. Right. So automatically, just because of the name, Adam Schiff is ruled out. He can't be on a committee called intelligence. That's just off-brand. So, uh, no, but Schiff is the ranking member, so he's been on there for years and years and years. So the cap on terms, on tenure, doesn't apply to him, apparently, but there is a cap on everybody else, all the regular rank-and-file members, that Swalwell has hit. Four. So he shouldn't even be on it just because of that standard, let alone the sleeping with the Chinese spy. So there's that. And yes, and also his flatulence, which I'm sure like makes... I mean, think about it. You're getting locked in a room with the top secret documents before Biden comes and takes him to his garage. You know, you don't want to be locked in that room with a guy like Swalwell. You don't know what's going to happen in there. Anyway, so you've got problems with Swalwell. you got Adam Schiff, who to me is the most egregious. This guy, like, I am, if I'm in Congress, I'm already running articles to have him censured. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get him tossed. I, I would make it my mission to get this guy the most amount of negative press and run him out of D.C., make him radioactive. That's how, uh, that's how, that's how little I think of him, let's say. So they pick a fight. The Democrats have picked a fight over Schiff and Swalwell. How? They put their names in. Hakeem Jeffries, the House Minority Leader, he puts their names up for appointment to the House Intel Committee. Even though Swalwell has hit the cap, He's not supposed to be nominated any longer. And even though Schiff used his position as chairman of the House Intelligence Committee to spread lies, to spread lies about Trump, to spread lies about Russia collusion, he is the sort of the uh, the, the grandmaster of ceremonies here for running that hoax. The amount of damage that he did, not just to Trump, but to America and the institutions, it's incalculable. Why do you let this guy anywhere near that committee any longer? Well, because they think it's a political winning issue. They do. They picked the fight. They put their names up. And McCarthy told them, don't do it. They did it. So now we're going to have the fight. And so McCarthy gets asked about this the other day, uh, yesterday, I guess it was, uh, by a reporter that is carrying water for for the Democrats' talking points. And you can hear it starts off. Intel committee. Is, is Santos on the Intel committee? Am I allowing shift? Am I allowing shift to be on other committees? All right. So here. So there you go. So she's asked. She starts asking him this this 
basically it's the hypocrisy question. Tell me why you're not a, hip- a hypocrite, right? Which is essentially a defend or disavow game. That's what she's running on McCarthy. And McCarthy's not having any of it. He, his response right there was really all that needed to be said. Am I letting Santos on Intel? George Santos, the 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 lion liar from New York that just won and had manufactured like literally every detail of his campaign and his life story. So, I mean, I know that's embarrassing to Republicans. It's also embarrassing to Democrats who did not, um, they couldn't suss out any of this bad information that he was churning out for months and months. Your oppo research is terrible up there, Democrats. Anyway, McCarthy's response is appropriate. He says, am I putting Santos on intel? No. Am I putting Schiff and Falwell? Am I saying they can't be on other committees? No. That's... What is he talking about? There is a difference between the uh, the committees like the House Small Business Committee or the Science, Space, and Technology Committee. There, there's a difference between those committees and House Intelligence. Yet this reporter is like, can I please ask my question? And he says, okay, fine, ask your question. And, of course, it's this loaded bad faith question. Defender disavow Santos. You said that Schiff lied to us, the media, and that that's disqualifying for Intel. And yet, here you go, put Santos on these committees. It's something that means you should be removed from the Intelligence Committee, but why is it not a factor? Well, let me be very. He's got elected by his district. So that's not answering my question. Okay, let, let me be very clear and respectful to you. You ask me a question. When I answer it, it's the answer to your question. You don't get to determine whether I answer your question or not. Okay, in all respect. All right. So first off, good on McCarthy for pushing back like that. That's a. That, I mean, that's something like uh, that's almost a Trump move right there, right? Although he did kind of fumble a little bit, you know, when I answer the question, that's the answer. Like, I, I know what he was trying to say in the second part, but good for him for pushing back on the reporter and treating the person with the same level of respect. Because I get the little bit of sarcasm that he's using there, too, the little bit of the smarminess there. That's, you know, uh, with respect, with respect, because she said it first. So it's like, this is the level you're dealing with me at. I'm going to reciprocate. That's how I approach people, too, by the way. If, you know. I say it all the time. You're you're on Twitter. You want to have a policy or philosophical discussion about some issues? Happy to do so. If you just want to troll, well, I could do that as well. I've I've been practicing at it for a very long time on Twitter <laughs> since 2009. So I'm your Huckleberry. All right. So here's his answer, and it will be the answer. Thank you. No, no. Let's answer her question. You just raised a question. I'm going to be very clear with you. The Intel Committee is different. You know why? Because what happens in the Intel Committee, you don't know. What happens in the Intel Committee, although the secrets are going on in the world, other members of Congress don't know. What did Adam Schiff do as the chairman of the Intel Committee? What Adam Schiff did, use his power as a chairman and lie to the American public. Even the Inspector General said it. When Devin Nunes put out a memo, he said it was false. When we had a laptop, he used it before an election to be politics and say that it was false and said it was the Russians. When he knew different, when he knew the intel, if you talk to um, John Radcliffe, DNI, 
He came out ahead of time and says there's no intel to prove that, and he used his position as chairman, knowing he has information the rest of America does not, and lied to the American public. When a whistleblower came forward, he said he, he did not know the individual, even though his staff had met with him and set it up. So no, he does not have a right to sit on that. But I will not be like Democrats and play politics with these, where they removed Republicans from committees and all committees. So yes, he can serve on a committee, but he will not serve on intel, because it goes to the national security of America. And I will always put them first, all right? And if you want to talk about Swalwell, yes. let's talk about Swalwell. Because yeah. you have not had the briefing that I had. I had the briefing and Nancy Pelosi had the briefing from the FBI. The FBI never came before this Congress to tell the leadership of this Congress that Eric Swalwell had a problem with a Chinese spy until he served on intel. So it wasn't just us who were concerned about it. The FBI was concerned about putting a member of Congress on the intel committee that has the rights to see things that others don't because of his knowledge and relationship with a Chinese spy. They brought it to the works of the leaders. I've got that briefing. So I do not believe he should sit on there. That committee, and I believe there's 200 other Democrats that can serve on that committee. So this has nothing to do with Santos. Santos is not on the Intel Committee. But you know what? Those voters elected Schiff, even though he lied. Those voters elected Swalwell, even though he lied to the American public too. So you know what? I'll respect his voters too, and they'll serve on committees. But they will not serve on a place that has national security reverence, because integrity matters to me. Kevin, That's the answer to your question. Kevin! Kevin! Like, that's fantastic. I didn't know he had it in him. Good for him. Command of the facts. Ran through him. Boom, boom, boom with Schiff. Fantastic. And with Swalwell, I mean, he kind of messed up a little bit there. He called it, you know, a problem with the Chinese spy. It wasn't a problem. I mean, it became a problem at first or afterwards. But at first, definitely not a problem. I mean, not for Swalwell. Right. Tom, welcome to the program. Hello, Tom. How are you? I'm doing good. How you doing? Hey, I'm all right. What's up? All right. Here's what's up. Number one, I will be really brief, and uh, I, you're going to disagree with me, but it's okay. The Adam Schiff is one of the most intelligent statesmen of our time. The American people saw him in action when they had the uh, January 6th committee hearings. Mm -hmm. they, see, they saw for themselves. They heard for themselves. Let me finish. They saw that how intelligent this man is. And they saw what happened uh, after they tried to impeach Trump. They did impeach him. They did. Tom, hey, Tom I'm going to give you even more time. Do you want to hang on through the break? I'll give you the whole second segment. All right. All right. All right. Hang on. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. Talking about Adam Schiff and Eric Swalwell, the two Democrats that were nominated by their own party's leader in the House to be on the House Intelligence Committee. Uh, they are both uh, longtime members of that Intel Committee. And Kevin McCarthy, the Republican Speaker of the House, says, no, I'm not going to name them to that committee. They don't deserve to be on there. And uh, now so this is the fight. And I say, let's have the fight. I am curious to hear uh, the defense of Schiff and Swalwell. On this committee, so Tom called in before the uh, before the break, and I wanted to give him more time. Tom, uh, Tom, so I, I take it you are a fan of Adam Schiff, right? 
I'm I'm just a true American citizen, not Democrat nor Republican, red, white, and blue. That's yeah, okay, I am too. Fantastic. So you're a fan of Adam Schiff? Uh, uh, well, I'm a fan of America. I'm a I, I am too, but you're a fan of Adam Schiff. Why do you keep saying that? I'm asking because I'm asking, and you're not answering. Do you like him? I, I'm answering. I really respect America, but let me get back to Schiff. I, we, we'll, we, the American people have seen him in action. Yeah. And that man is very intelligent. I hope that if President Biden doesn't run again, if he doesn't, if he chooses not to, I hope men like Adam Schiff, not necessarily Adam Schiff, but men like him will run for president of the United States. The second thing is, and I'll be through, and I thank you for being fair with me to let me say this. Um, Kevin McCarthy, man, he sold out the company store to the whole America. He's he put people like Marjorie Taylor Greene on committees, and all she needs to do is go back to the gym and work out with her boyfriends and, and lovers, but he, he, he sold out the company store. So Are you attempting to persuade anybody? I'm just curious. I'll let you continue. I'm just curious. What is the purpose? Are you trying to persuade anybody? No, the American people is already persuaded. That's what I'm saying. They saw him. One picture is worth a thousand words. They saw him day after day uh, on these hearings and investigative commissions. This man is a true statesman. And I'm saying that Kevin McCarthy, he really has to, he, 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 he sold the, the okay. out to, to everybody. Okay, so, all right, so now, Tom, mm-hmm. allow me to retort. Um, first off, Adam Schiff is not a statesman. He's a liar, and he used his position. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because he, he, he what has he lied about? I mean, what is it? Oh, I'll, I, I'll tell you. Yeah. I, I'm going to tell you. So, you got to go back to 2020. Acting Director of National Intelligence Richard Grinnell forced Schiff's hand because Schiff, as the House Intelligence Committee chairman, he would not release transcripts of 53 interviews from that committee's investigation into Russian collusion with Donald Trump's campaign. Why wouldn't he do that? Well, why do you think he wouldn't do that? I'm asking you. I can tell you why. I'm just curious what you might conjure up in your mind about Adam Schiff and the statesmanlike behavior. I'm just listening. You, you got to- okay, so the reason why he did not want those uh, the investigative uh, transcripts to be released was because none of them had any evidence of collusion. How do you know that? Because they got released. Because the uh, national, the director of national intelligence, Richard Grinnell, came in and said, "Release those transcripts." Schiff said no, so Grinnell did it himself. And when he did it, we all got to see them. And when we saw them, we found out that despite Adam Schiff running around for years saying that he had all of this intel from intel from the committee's work that proves Russian collusion, there was actually none of it. And when you read the transcripts, the people, the Obama administration officials that were called in and testified under oath during these uh, uh, hearings, these closed hearings, they said there's no evidence. They told Schiff that. And he lied about it to you, to me, to America for years in order to harm Trump and in order to harm Republicans. That's a statesman? Okay, okay. You, you gave me the answer. You said in order to harm Trump. Okay. And America and Republicans. Well, I don't know about America, but... Why not? Wait, wait, wait. Do you think it was harmful that half of Americans think that Donald Trump, the sitting U.S. president colluded with Russia to win election, to steal the election. Do you think that's harmful to America? I think that when 
people like Trump shakes hands and steps across the line to hug. Not my not my question. That's not my question. You don't get to answer the question with another whataboutism question. <laughs> I'm simply asking you because we're talking about Schiff. This is a very specific this is a very specific charge, right? This is why he doesn't deserve to be on the committee. So make your case. Why was that lie to America? Why was that not harmful? Why does that merit his his reappointment to this uh, to this very sensitive and powerful committee? Be- okay, here's what I'm going to say because I haven't looked at the papers, and you say you have, but I I just did not that didn't not come across to me that shift was shifty, as you're saying. It did not come across to the American people at these hearings. And one picture is worth a thousand words. So I'm going to leave it at that because you you that's, building, uh, huh? that's not building? but no no but Tom Tom you've now you've now you've now pivoted away from a defense of Schiff with now this sort of well you know the public saw him on the J6 hearings and so therefore he's a statesman that's that public percep I don't give a flying fig Newton about public perception of of Adam Schiff I don't I don't care I'm asking you we're just having a conversation I'm asking you because you made the argument that he was a statesman I've given you just one piece of information there are others but I'm just giving you one piece that's I think very damaging, and it led to half of America believing that the Russians had conspired with Trump in order to to fix the election, to rig it, so he won. And the polling, the public perception that you mentioned, it showed that that had widespread impacts. I find that to be harmful to America. In fact, I don't think you get to J6, but for this action by, by Schiff and the left— I don't think okay. people get that agitated. You're calling their president a Russian stooge, and you did it for three years. So, wow, yeah, wow. like I would like to, I'd like to know why you think that's that's not harmful. I, I, I'm not like again. I haven't looked at that, but I, I will say. Do you think I'm lying to you? No, I think that you're pretty fair in what you're saying. I really do, but I can't speak to that. I'll be honest with you, but I do know this: a man that has lied about his taxes. And they finally get to see them. Did Schiff? I'm going to re- let me finish. I'm going to release them and all that. These people like Schiff, all they want to do, in my mind, unless I can't, I don't think he's crooked. From I'll leave the door open. You know, I'm not saying he is. But when people like Trump blatantly lie to the American people, they do not deserve to be in office. So uh, my thing is, we need people like Schiff to be in office, and he needs to be on that committee. And I hope that uh, Kevin McCarthy and the fight that's coming up, that Kevin McCarthy will learn this. So close. You were so close, Tom. So uh, so you start off, you see, this is, and I've, I, I've we've talked enough now where I know you've got a sort of a, a pattern to your argument, to your, oh, he hung up on me. Okay, well, thanks, Tom. Uh, he's got a pattern uh, it, to his debate style, uh, and so, uh, which is, I'm going to, he started off with the, I'm an American, I'm not red, I'm whatever, right? Like, that's a disarming tactic, and, you know, Whatever. So, like, I, I understand sort of the pattern. But he starts off that final conclusion right there with what? That I'm not saying he's crooked or not. I haven't heard about that. Right. So he's he seems amicable or open to the idea that his mind could be changed. But then what does he do? He does the what aboutism about Trump's tax returns and then says what? The initial position, which was guys like Schiff should be on Schiff should be on the Intel committee and guys like him should run for president. So he, he leaves open the possibility that Adam Schiff might, in fact, be a corrupt, crooked congressman, but then reverts back to the original position of, 
we still need him on Intel, and everybody should be like him when they run for president. Oh, and by the way, they did get the tax returns. And by the way, Walls didn't close in on Trump. Still, with got the tax returns, nothing there. Good job. Thanks for the call, Tom. I do appreciate it. Uh, enjoy the conversation. Call back anytime. Tom's call and the conversation reminded me of uh, a conversation I had in 2008, sitting at this very spot. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It, no, it was uh, the 2008 presidential election. And a young, uh, fresh-faced senator, Barack Obama, right, was on his way to becoming the first black president president and i remember after he won after the election the next night we're you know i'm I'm on the air it's nine to midnight we had lots of time to fill in that slot and taking phone calls from people who you know were reacting to all the different races and stuff that were settled and uh because back then in those days like the outcomes of the elections were usually known the night of it was a very this brief moment in history but um uh, in 2008, after he won, I got a phone call uh, the next night, and there was a, a the fella, I, I forget his name now, but I used to remember it. Um, but he said that uh, he never thought he would live to see the day when American when America would elect a black man for president. And I said, why? Why did you think that? And he said, because white people are racist. And they would, there would never be enough white people to vote for a black guy. I said, oh, okay, well, Obama won. You were wrong, right? So I said, Do you, does that change your opinion of white people in America? And he said, no. <laughs> and it, it always stuck with me that even when presented with the fact that what you thought, what you were predicting, what you knew to be true, but was actually speculative based on your own biases and ideas, and you you now are proven to be wrong about this. And I'm, I've always been curious about what kind of mindset that requires to reject this information to reject, it's not even information, right? It was, I believe that there aren't enough white people who aren't racist, and so therefore Obama uh, won't win, and no black person will ever win. And then to be proven so very wrong, not once, but twice, right? Now, to be fair, I never heard back from him, so I think his name was Pat, actually. Um, but I never heard back from him in the, in the next election cycle in 2012, uh, probably because I wasn't here at the time. But be that as it may, I never heard... I, I never heard Back, and maybe he did change his mind after Obama won a second term. Obviously, right, there are enough white people in America to vote for a black man for president. But he did not believe that could happen. He did not believe that that was the current state. And what does that really say? It, what, it, it says that he has a, he has a, a prejudice, right? He has a, a bias. He has an idea that was wrong about a great many people based on their race, Right. 
And then when presented with the historic data that completely blows up that idea, he could not bring himself to admit that he was wrong because the the clinging to the prejudice was more important. Similarly, in my chat there with Tom, Tom has this belief that Adam Schiff is a statesman and did a great job on the January 6th uh, hearings. Okay, that's fine. Now, Tom is also then projecting onto all of America what Tom's perception of Schiff is, right? That's why he said pictures worth a thousand words and everybody saw, well, no, not everybody saw those, those hearings. In fact, most Americans did not. A very small portion of Americans saw the hearings and they did not move anybody's opinions. It didn't, it didn't swing any opinions. And this was part of the big problem with the hearings, with the way that Nancy Pelosi constructed the panel uh, and, by the way, rejected the Republicans' slate. They wanted their pe- certain people to be on that committee, and Nancy Pelosi said no, which is why Kevin McCarthy, by the way, is now empowered to do it right back to Schiff. And you could say, that, oh, it's just you know political payback. I would submit No, Adam Schiff is a terrible person and should not be on that committee for one of the reasons I went over with Tom, which did not convince him, right? Despite the evidence, didn't matter to Tom. But even if it's just political payback, your rules, guys, you did it. You started this. And so now we are playing by your rules. That's where I don't like it any more than you. But here we are, right? Here we are. But even when presented with the information that Adam Schiff tried to keep hidden 53 interviews during the uh, from the Russia collusion investigations while he was running around on television stations, talking to newspapers and websites and stuff, when he was going around spreading all of these lies about All the evidence, oh, if you saw what we saw on the House Intelligence Committee, oh my gosh, it's all right there. I mean, I would totally divulge it to you, but it's, you know, sensitive, classified, investigative processes underway, blah, 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 blah. Lies. They were all lies. And so Rick Grinnell gets in there and says, let's see it. uh, Make them public. And he goes, oh, no, no, we can't do that. All right, fine. You know what? I'm going to do it then. And Grinnell releases them. And the transcripts that dated back to like 2017, they got all declassified. They are now all publicly available. I'm sure Tom will have zero interest in in looking at them. And they show quite the opposite. None of the former Obama administration officials who went on to the airwaves, who went into the media... To claim collusion, nobody had any evidence of it. Most famously, remember, Jim Clapper? He said, I never saw any direct empirical evidence that the Trump campaign or someone in it was plotting or conspiring with the Russians to meddle with the election. The director of national intelligence said that under Obama, told the intelligence committee that, and Adam Schiff goes out and says, we've got evidence of collusion. Rick Grinnell's deputy, when Grinnell took over briefly as the DNI, basically to do this very thing, was a guy by the name of Cash Patel. 
He was the lead investigator in the Russia probe that was conducted by the House Intelligence Committee when it was chaired by Devin Nunes. And he sat for an interview with a guy by the name of Lee Smith. Lee Smith wrote a book called The Plot Against the President. And what Patel told Smith was that he and GOP colleagues asked every former Obama official that they interviewed, do you have evidence of collusion? Please let us see it. Everyone from the FBI director down to uh, Loretta Lynch, every, they asked everyone, not rumor, not gossip, not hearsay, want, give me evidence. We want the evidence. And when they saw that there was no evidence, that's when they said, you know what? There's something else going on here. Why is the FBI investigating Trump's ties with Russia if no one has any evidence of this? Where did this come from? And that's how we learned about Operation Crossfire Hurricane. They started looking into it. But none of this, none of this matters because for half the country that bought into this narrative that there was this collusion that had occurred, the politics trumps the truth. And politically, they need Adam Schiff to be right because they hate Trump so much. Orange man bad. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. Got a message here on Twitter. It's a Pete tweet. This Santos story, George Santos, seems off in some way since I first heard about it. Kind of like Russia collusion and Juicy Smollett. It sounds so bad, but seems so ridiculous. With all the manufactured crises in the last few years, I wouldn't be surprised to hear Santos is a Democrat plant to make Republicans look bad. That's why Oppo Research didn't find anything. Oh, that's quite the theory. Usually they're screaming about stuff like a guy getting rejected for a prom date. See, history of unwanted sexual advances. Yeah, that, yeah, I don't know. Look, Dick Harputlian, um, who is now the defense attorney of uh, Alex Murdoch in, uh, down in Colleton County there. But uh, I, I believe probably to this day he believes that Alvin Green was a plant by Republicans. Alvin Green ran for U.S. Senate against... Uh, I think it was Jim DeMint and Alvin Green, like he won the Democrat primary and he was um, he was not a great candidate. Let's say that he was not a great candidate. His campaign T-shirt was his family reunion T-shirt. Um, and I, I always suspected that people voted for him because his name was Al Green. And people just said, oh, Al Green. Oh, yeah, sure. And they voted for him for that. Because he beat like some South Carolina state lawmaker who was running on the Democrat ticket, but Harputlian, who was big time Democrat politics guy, and he like he always he 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 accused Republicans of planting Alvin Green into the field in order to uh, to act as a spoiler. Um, does that happen? Sure. Did it happen with Green? I don't think so. There was never any evidence of that, but there's no evidence of Russia collusion either. So here we are. Um, Big B says, Pete, great show today. Thank you for taking that call from Tom. That's a typical conversation with the brainwashed left. It shows how the mainstream media controls these people. Well, it's not, and I would say, Big B, thank you for the tweet, but it's also not just the left, right? People on the right believe in conspiracy theories as well, right? The Russia collusion 
story is a conspiracy theory. There's no evidence of it. All of the people in the House Intel Committee's investigation said to them as much. But Adam Schiff lied on TV and in news accounts in order to promote this lie. And so so that's all it is. It's a lie. I mean, it's worse than a conspiracy theory, right? It's a lie. And they used it to harm Trump. And I think Tom, like I heard him kind of bristle a little bit when I said to harm Trump. And, and it almost is like, it's okay if it was to harm Trump. That's why he did it, because he's a statesman. The ends justify the means, essentially. That, that's the argument. I disagree. I don't think that that's good. I think it harmed America, because you now still have half of Americans believing that lie, that conspiracy theory, when it wasn't true. So, Niels, or sorry, Lee Smith... He wrote a piece back in 2020 talking about Adam Schiff and this lie and how it all unraveled, right? It was when Cash Patel and Devin Nunes saw that no official, no Obama administration official had any evidence that there was collusion, that this was part of all the transcripts. Then why was the FBI investigating Trump's 2016 campaign? And that began what Patel called Objective Medusa. That was the name of their operation, Objective Medusa. And so they started doing their investigation of why the FBI is looking at this. What's going on? How did this all start? And that effort unraveled the collusion myth and also gave us the first look at the FBI's crimes and abuses, what they were doing. They lied for years about Trump and Russia and the media peddled their narrative without question. So to that to that extent, it's kind of hard to blame Tom or people that think this same thing. I mean, look at the look at the uh, uh, the forces arrayed in service to this lie. Right? You're hearing it all the time. And if you don't listen to talk radio, if you don't read some conservative outlets, if you just get your uh, news from one or two sources, and they both are on the same page, getting Zuckerberg uh, uh, bucks or getting um, uh, you know getting edicts from the Intel community like the Twitter folks were. I don't know. Like you would have no idea that this isn't true. Tom, Tom didn't know this was true, and Tom indicates that he he follows stuff pretty closely. He knows Adam Schiff and he thinks he's a statesman, so he didn't know about this. What chance does a regular person have?